Hello. How about that? What's up, everybody? I'm Nick, and welcome to the Temple of Doomer podcast. How's everybody doing this week? Did you have fun? Did you not have fun? Did you get sick and get over it? I don't know. I did. I don't know. If you listened to the last episode, I was uh, deathly ill when I recorded it, but, you know, I got through it. I survived all as well. Uh, I'm back to about 85%, which is about as good as I get, so... There it is. 100% is no longer a thing for me. Uh, This should be a fun episode because the Doom is uh, being a bit of an attention whore at the moment. He's uh, sitting on the desk while I'm recording this. So I'm imagining he's going to step on things and fucking make (laughs) hit effects and fuck with the recording and blah, blah, blah. He's he's, going to mess with this. So we'll see how this goes Um, anyway. He's uh, he's been a little needy lately. He, He got another abscess. Uh, I don't know if you listened to that. Uh, it was one of my first episodes. Uh, I called it Doomer's Temple. Um, he got an abscess on his head, and uh, it didn't pop. He's got a couple of them, but usually it pops very quickly. Uh, that one didn't pop very quickly, so I took him to the vet, and that turned into a complete fucking nightmare. Uh, fortunately, this one popped quickly, but he's still being kind of a needy little bitch. Um, yeah, so I don't know. I was... I also, I had COVID too. And uh, the last time I got COVID was like two years ago. And um, nobody believes me in the, when I say this, but I, I believe I gave Doomer COVID back then. Because uh, he got, right after I got better, like within the week, he got super sick. He stopped eating. He got like, started losing, lost a couple of pounds of weight. He was, yeah, it was bad. I, he went to the vet for like, uh, and was on an IV for like three days to keep him alive. And that was scary. That was a that was a real sign how much how much I love this little monster because I was sobbing like a little bitch. <laughs> it was pretty it was it was a rough week, but uh, he, he seems to not have gotten sick this time. He's fine. He's eating. He's being a little whiny because of the abscess, but uh, like I said, as soon as I noticed the abscess, it had popped within uh, within uh, 24 hours and uh, got it going. So the doom is okay, but he, he is on the desk with me today. <laughs> and I'm assuming he's going to step on my laptop or step on the mixer and make noises. Say hi, doomer. Yeah. Yeah, he's, he's a little whiny, but anyway. So anywho, how's life? What are we all doing? Um, new things for the podcast. Uh, I got, you know, at full random on uh on tuesday or no i'm sorry not tuesday i don't know why i said that on on friday uh today is sunday you this episode will come out on monday um you all choose to listen to it or somewhere around wednesday or thursday apparently (laughs) i've noticed i get no hits at all oh not no hits but very few hits on monday and then most of it most of the traffic picks up on wednesday or thursday anyway none of that matters um but uh on Friday, a couple days ago, I uh, just randomly decided to uh, start a TikTok account. I've never, I've never done the TikTok. 
<laughs> I uh, I wait for things to be out for at least five years before I decide to jump in on it. I wait I wait till the gold rush is over and then and then I jump in. Uh, so I I opened up a TikTok account and uh, I uploaded up, 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 uploaded uh, a few videos, uh, some old nothing nothing new. Um, did an old stand up bit clip that I had made for a reel like a year ago and then. Uh, I did some a couple of clips from the podcast, some more recent ones from the last few episodes. Um, I, I'm seeing the fascination with TikTok because Jesus Christ, those I like the numbers on those videos. They went up pretty fucking quickly. I think the first video went up. I got like 600 hits in like a couple hours. I was like Jesus Christ, that's more than like all of the other the YouTube shorts. <laughs> you could take all the YouTube shorts I've I've posted and combine the numbers, and not I don't think I've got 600 hits. Those are those all vary from like 18 to a couple of hundred. <clears throat> Excuse me, I still have a bit of a cough, so you're gonna have to deal with that. Um, but yeah, I do see the fascination with TikTok here because uh, the the traffic on it is fucking way higher than anything else I've seen. It's like, wow, I just uploaded another video this morning, an old one from like three episodes ago, the my little Kim Kardashian rant reel that I made a few weeks ago. I put that on there. That one's like like close to 800 or something like right now in like a couple hours. Like, And I uploaded it at like five in the morning when I was taking a shit. <laughs> just had my coffee and uh, I was getting ready to go play golf. And uh, yeah. Yeah, just threw that video on there for the hell of it. And like, wow, TikTok is interesting. Chinese can get into my phone. If you're going to give me those kinds of numbers right off the bat, just getting started. So, I mean, the whole reason I'm using social media at this point, if you if you know me, and as always, I assume you know me, um, I prior to this podcast, I barely use social media. I would post very infrequently. It was pretty just like a random dumb thought or there was some sort of social media trend going on, I would probably get on there to make fun of it. Um, as to me, prior to this podcast, uh, the whole point of social media was to mock social media. It was a self-serving thing, in my opinion. Uh, hold on. Hold on. <coughs> uh, this is going to be a rough one to get through. My cough has not gone away yet. Probably thinking, so why don't you edit those out, Nick? Fuck off. <laughs> I don't feel like doing that kind of work. Anyway, as I was saying, the whole point of social media is to mock social media to me. But once I started this podcast, obviously I started uploading more frequently to promote the podcast because what the hell, why would I be doing this? I'm not going to let people know I'm doing it. Um, my, my, my initial thing was very janky. I was just doing screenshots and just posting. I'm like, there it is that. And then more recently I started doing uh, reels and YouTube shorts making these little clips of the podcast. Um, now, my podcast clips are, are still pretty janky looking. The editing and what I'm doing, is it's, it's not great, and I'm doing it all myself. Um, but it did, it did work. It moved the needle a little bit, that's for sure. The numbers did. I'm basically using social media as a commercial for the podcast to drive traffic to the podcast. That's, that's the whole point of it, uh, which is why I made the TikTok as well. Uh, I mean, I named my TikTok account the Temple of Doomer podcast. I didn't put my name on it. Uh, I named it after the podcast. So there's that. Um, my Now, my, my clips that I'm making are still pretty janky looking and need a lot of work because one thing I know I'm doing is uh, I'm not even using the, like the audio you're listening to right now. 
I don't use this audio and I should be using the actual podcast audio. I just set up my phone and hit record and, uh, <laughs> and, then, and then I just use the raw audio from that. It's, it's relatively the same, but it does look, uh, it makes the video look, uh, you know, a little not good. Let's just say, apparently there's a trend going on in the, in the world of social media of, uh, uh, fake podcasts. People are like, they get the, the these little podcast microphones that I'm using, and I got like the shittiest, cheapest one you can buy. <laughs> I did not spend a lot of. Money. I'm getting to the point where I'm starting to think about like, yeah, you might want to upgrade your 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 you're all in on this at this point. You might as well uh, upgrade the gear. But anyway, um, they get these microphones and they just film themselves giving this life advice or fitness advice or blah 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 whatever and they, they just make the clip and they just try to you know generate clicks and views on uh on TikTok and you know instagram or whatever and uh it's not even a real fucking podcast it's so <laughs> like what is even the point of that starting a podcast is so easy by the way i forgot to say this episode is brought to you by spotify for podcasters do you, do you want to start your own podcast download the app follow the steps and then you can be an asshole like me you could be self-absorbed little prick like me fucking talking about yourself all day long <clears throat> again i'm not good at advertising so i don't like doing it whatever we all serve a master anywho um but yeah so there's a whole fake podcast thing going on doomer don't please don't lie on just ow ow fucking bite me bitch just don't lie on the mixer anyway there's a thing with fake podcasts going on that people are doing um but yeah, I've, uh, I'm, I've, so I started a TikTok account. So go ahead and follow that if you're one of those people on TikTok. I am not, uh, I only use social media at this point to promote this podcast for the most part. I don't think I've, I've posted anything other than in this podcast stuff. Um, I kind of drew the line on social media a while ago that uh, I decided I don't need to purchase, which is why I never got a TikTok is like, I don't need to, I'm a middle-aged dude. I don't need to fucking be participating in progress anymore. <laughs> I could draw the line. And Snapchat was that line. When Snapchat came out and everyone started using that, I downloaded that app and used it for like five minutes and then I fucking hated it. I couldn't stand it. I was like, this, I don't, I don't like this. I don't like this at all. So uh, that's where I drew the line. I was like, I'm not participating in progress anymore and I don't need to do every social media app because facebook and instagram are still things it's not like we've like the the line between myspace and facebook that was the last time where the new social media eliminated the previous social media you know what i mean like we we, we all stopped using myspace once we got facebook but after that uh now we just add a new social media but we keep using all the other ones i don't know i guess a lot of people don't use facebook anymore but i still use mine um and my Instagram, and now I guess I'll be fucking uploading videos to TikTok. Um, but Snapchat was, uh, I didn't like it, and that was kind of where I drew the line. The only the only bright side to Snapchat, because I did leave the app on my phone, for, it's gone now, but I did leave it on there for a little while, um, was uh, it was easy if you started dating a girl, uh, She if she would be like, hey, let's just, no texting, let's just message through Snapchat, which happened to me more than once. Uh, you know that she's got a boyfriend or some scenario going on because Snapchat deletes the conversation within like 24 hours. So, oh, you want to use this app. So it's kind of like 
you know, say, oh, just just message me through Snapchat. It's like, okay, you, you, I know where I stand in this situation. Anywho, uh, that was the bright side to Snapchat. Um, but yeah, so that's that's social media. Who gives a fuck? Let's move on and talk about uh, movies and TV shows and shit I've been watching. Uh, I guess I will start with uh, went and caught a matinee yesterday at around 11 a.m. Uh, went and saw Killers of the Flower Moon. Um, all applause. What fucking amazing movie. Go ahead. Give them all the trophies. Uh, holy shit. That fucking movie was great. Um, Leo, of course, was great. It's a Martin Scorsese movie. I mean, Leo was awesome. De Niro was awesome. Uh, the chick who played Molly, uh, I believe her name is Lily Gladstone. Fucking, ow, dude. Just give them all the trophies. They, they, they win everything. Sorry, Oppenheimer. You just go ahead and get your, uh, it's just nice to be nominated speech ready because fucking Killers of the Flower Moon is fucking taking it all. I'm, I'm in my personal opinion. I don't know shit about award shows, but I don't even watch them unless uh unless actors uh start attacking comedians then then i'll watch clips but other than that it's uh <laughs> it's, i don't pay much attention but uh man this movie was fucking awesome now uh i didn't know how long the movie was uh until right before i'd already bought my ticket and everything and i was just leaving the house and i just randomly at the last minute before walking out the door, decided to uh, go online and check the runtime. And the movie is three and a half hours long. Now, I was then walking to my car in a very bad mood. <laughs> to be, I was like, that is fucking bullshit, man. What, what is with the fucking three plus hour movies? That is, is rude and disrespectful and fucking, I was like, oh, this, I, I was freaking out. I was like, this just turned into a thing. I'm going to be gone till fucking three o'clock now. This isn't like fucking, I'm leaving my house at 1030. I'm not going to be back till like this evening now, well into the afternoon. Uh, I didn't know what I was signing up for going into it. Um, so I went ahead and got, got the bigger bag of popcorn. I got an extra candy and I got the big ass water to make sure I, I was set <laughs> to get through that much movie. But I got to fucking say, it was, I did not get bored for one fucking second in this three and a half hour. Movie. I mean, I think it's Scorsese's last movie. I don't know if it was last. I don't fucking, I'm not going to look it up, but he did the Irishman. That was, I think that was straight to Netflix. And that was like a four hour movie. Yeah, <laughs> that, I'm sorry. That movie wasn't outstanding. That was not a four hour worthy movie, but it was on a streaming service. You're not stuck in a movie theater watching it. You're fucking, you know, you could. You can stop it. <laughs> you can hit pause and watch. I think it took me three attempts to get through that movie. The first one, I just fell asleep. I watched it with some friends and we decided to eat dinner before the movie and I just immediately went to sleep. And then the next time, uh, then I think it took me, I watched it at home, but it took me two, two rounds to get through it. Anyway, um, this movie, Killers of the Flower Moon, was not like that at all. I was fully engaged in the movie from beginning to end. It was so fucking good. Um, yeah uh i don't I'm, obviously i'm not going to go into any spoilers or anything like that but uh i i just i fully recommend it um it was it was awesome and uh the the three and a half just pre prepared for the three and a half hour runtime it is it is lengthy but uh it's fully worth it and the movie was was i thought i think outstanding beginning to end. usually when movies are get into the three hour range i'm like you could have fucking shaved 
easily 45 minutes off that movie and still told the same tighten it up man tighten it up but this this movie was great and i didn't get i didn't get bored i wasn't checking my watch to see how far we were into it it was uh it was good full recommendation i guess there's not much of a surprise there as fucking scorsese but um you know i don't celebrate every single thing the man's done i just did slightly shit on the irishman the irishman had that one scene it was the it was that fucking curb stomping scene with fucking de niro where it's just like what the fuck <laughs> you couldn't have filmed that better it was so obvious he wasn't even touching him it was just like this is like some fucking kid shit here like sorry you could have just showed a close-up of fucking Dernero's face doing a stomping motion and it would have been more like believable than what what they actually put in are you really going to use your head the mixer for a fucking pillow Ugh, this isn't good i don't know he hasn't hit anything yet so um let's see what else have i watched uh i just watched uh on friday night i rented a movie on amazon prime uh as it is only available for rent or buy this was a uh an indie an indie flick um that was straight straight to uh streaming uh it's called the road dog um it stars a one doug stanhope who is uh probably easily one of my favorite stand-up comedians i think he's uh I don't know if he's on the full route Mount Rushmore of comedy. You know, it's, it's a, that's a subjective conversation you ask. But if I, if I were to make my Mount Rushmore of stand-up comedians, Stan Hope would be on it. He's, he's, he's one of the greatest, in my opinion. Um, I mean, he's just, he's, he is stand-up comedy. He's just, and uh, anyway, this movie is not a documentary. It's just, it is a scripted film. But he is essentially playing a version of himself, an, an exaggerated version of himself, I'm sure, because it's a movie. But it's a it's a, a it's called The Road Dog about a, you know, an over the hill stand up comedian who's, you know, alcoholic fucking, uh, you know, just a slave to the art. You know what I mean? Not not living a glamorous lifestyle when he's stretching the imagination, just hotel rooms and fucking comedy clubs and, you know, um you know the the tortured artist routine if you will like it's it's exactly what you i i i would romanticize stand-up comedy to be when i was like in my 20s or 30s like that's so cool it's not that cool to me anymore but it was to me back then uh but this this was this was good hold on however uh so this movie and this was uh obviously it's a very indie film a very story driven movie it's just it's just people talking uh what the the plot of the movie is is what i have said of a of a, a stand-up comedian uh a fictional character uh but uh he gets uh he has a, a an abandoned son that he hasn't seen in i don't know 15 20 years long time who shows up on his doorstep or hotel room uh when he's when he's on the road uh gigging and uh, his son shows up on his doorstep and he wants to drop out of college and become a stand-up comedian uh, like his old man. And uh, he's been open micing and all of that. And uh, so Stan Hope's character kind of takes him under his wing and brings him on the road, kind of shows him the life, if you will. And if you're really like into the art of stand-up, I, I give it my full recommendation. But again, it's a very indie film. It's just, it's, you know, low budget people. It's just people talking the whole time but it's good um it falls under the uh the genre i would call dramedy 
it is it is a somewhat of a comedy movie it has its funny moments but it is you know it's, it's a you know a father's son and the you know the father's a fuck up and you know son's kind of looking up to this fucking dirt bag basically so it, it, it has its it has its drama and most comedy movies kind of fall under the dramedy banner um i give it I definitely give it my recommendation if you are into if you like an indie movie and if uh, you are into the art of stand up, I, I give it a full recommendation there. I think you'll enjoy this. Um, another reason I am bringing this movie up is actually because, it, it, as I said, I, I ordered it on Amazon Prime. I rented it. Uh, the rental was three ninety nine uh, with the option to buy for nine ninety nine. This is what movies should fucking cost on streaming services. If they're not just available in the the regular catalog of movies and shows to watch, <coughs> excuse me. Um, yeah. Uh, usually, from what I've seen on Amazon Prime and Apple Plus does as well. When whenever a new movie hits, even after it has its theatrical run, this movie didn't have a theatrical run. But when a movie has its theatrical run and then becomes available to rent or buy, it's like nineteen ninety nine for the rental. And then $24.99 to purchase, which is fucking bullshit. They try to get you to buy it, spend the extra five bucks and buy it because, oh, fuck it, it's only five more dollars, might as well own it. But the fact is, is that that is a fucking scam and it's fucking bullshit because you don't really own the movie. You only own it as long as you keep paying for the app. If you stop paying for the app, your purchase goes away with it. It's not like, I don't know. I could be wrong about this. I haven't tried to do it, but I don't, if you purchase the movie on Amazon prime, can you download it to your fucking laptop or your phone or something? I don't think you can. I think it just sits on the app. Maybe somebody who's more technical, technologically savvy than I am knows how to do some shit like that, but I don't. So purchasing the movie on these apps is fucking bullshit. And a 1999 rental is fucking bullshit. It's like, don't you understand that if you make it reasonably priced, more people would do it. You would fluff your fucking numbers. It would fucking, oh my God. I don't know. I just, I did, the 1999 rental fucking just pisses me the fuck off. And um, I, 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 I don't fucking get it because I know the writer's strike is over, right? But the actor's strike is still going, which is a little weird. Um, I guess they have their own issues with, with, with the studios, um, which I get. And I and I, I support them. I support the artists over the business. Um, oh, excuse me, always. Um, but I thought it was the writers' strike, and then the actors were just went on strike too to support the writers, just to show, show solidarity. That's kind of what I thought was going on. And then the writers' strike ended, and now the actors are still on strike. But they have their own issues, so they they got to work their shit out. Apparently, the studios are like trying to use like CG versions of all the extras, so they don't have to pay extras anymore. So if you do, if you work as an extra in one movie, you sign your likeness away. Now they just use it in perpetuity. And uh, I don't know if I use that word right, but anyway, I don't know. So that's still going, but. The main point is, is uh, we're going to get fucked, <laughs> is, is what I'm getting to. Um, from what I know, and this is just me making shit up, but the people at the top never take a pay cut for the people at the bottom. That's just not how it works. If the people at the bottom want more money, then they just now, hey, hello, inflation. Now we just have to start charging more money because the money's got to come from somewhere. And where does it always fucking come from? It's going to come from the customer. So we're, we're, I haven't seen anything yet, but you know, give it a year. They'll, they'll start slipping that in. I mean, they always do these random ups, ups on all the streaming services anyway. I don't know. 
I will be honest with you. Um, I love the streaming service thing in the beginning. It was like, cool, we have all of everything now. The world is at our fingertips. But I, I've, I've got my issues with streaming services at this point. Um, it, it, the, the honeymoon phase with it is over. Now it's just a bunch of shit that I scroll through. And again, I, the more options I have, the, the harder it is to make a decision. And I don't know. It just, I just, I've talked about this where I did a whole episode about streaming services, but I just feel like the more you have, the less you appreciate. It's just everything feels disposable now. This has happened with music too. Just having an entire record store in my back pocket, I don't appreciate the music I have anymore. It's just, it's just all there. It's all free. It just, you know, whatever I paid, whatever little fee for the streaming service, but, you know, I just have all of everything now. And when you have all of everything, you take it for granted. When you have a little, you appreciate what you got. When you have everything, you don't appreciate shit. So now we're all spoiled brats. Anywho, that is my rant on streaming services and whatnot. Um, well, I wanted to get into, I'm running out of time here. Uh, I did want to get into a little review for Gen V, um, but I guess I'm going to save that for next week's episode. Because uh, if you don't know, Gen V is a spinoff of The Boys. And if you don't watch The Boys on Amazon Prime, which it's an available part of their catalog show. It's not a rental or buy thing, but it is on Amazon. Um, <clears throat> it is the superhero shows for people who hate superhero shows. Uh, go watch it. It is rated R. There are tons of penises in it. So just, you know, put the kids to bed if, if, if you have those. Um, anyway, uh, I'm going to wrap it up with the... Uh, the the movie reviews and whatnot and the streaming service rant uh, i'm gonna use my last couple minutes here i just do want to do a quick kind of shout out r.i.p to uh a bay area legend uh who sadly passed away uh this week a a man by the name of sean boyles uh he was well a part of the music scene he played in uh more bands than i can name it was zed hazards insolence fucking lick a store fucking hellbeard uh probably a hundred other bands the man the man went at it um he was also a very prominent part of the bay area comedy scene as well uh he put on the boils blowout at the bistro um once a month and he he really was one of the the guys who kept comedy going through the pandemic i have to say he was still putting on shows and finding any like outdoor venue and whatnot uh so all respect to him uh, i do have to uh clarify personally that i i didn't know him super well myself i only met him in the last few years on the, uh, the open mic scene but he was always somebody who'd come up and say what's up he was very outgoing and very cool like that uh i am not outgoing uh one of my issues with stand-up comedy is uh, i'm super bad at making friends as an adult and i don't like sitting alone in public um but always running into him was always a good thing he'd always come up and you know we'd shoot the shit about metal and whatnot for a little while and he would uh you know after my set even despite the fact that i was clearly up there having a panic attack and could barely finish a sentence he would still come up and fist bump me and fucking you know give me a good job and all that so good dude um also on a side note he is somewhat indirectly responsible for this very podcast as uh sean had his sean had a podcast called the uh the sean boyles podcast very clever name um <clears throat> excuse me uh he uh uh but uh he had his own solo podcast i checked it out uh, a while ago and he did that whole spotify for podcasters ad at the beginning of his podcast and that's how i personally learned about spotify for podcasters <laughs> and that's because i had so many ideas about starting a podcast with friends and basically the the whole assumption was uh like i will be the hilarious one and you guys do the tech shit one of you somebody needs to learn all the tech shit of how to record a podcast and edit it 
and get it onto the platforms and do all the fucking promotion, all of that shit. Cause I didn't want to do any of the tech side of it. Um, but thanks to Sean Boyle's podcast and listening to that is how I learned about Spotify for podcasters and uh, was able to set this up and do this on my own and realize it's not that hard. I'm not doing a very good job. I know technologically uh, I am, I'm not uh, fully up to par in, in what I could be doing, but uh, I, I, I'm, I'm learning and I am tr making steps to get better at this. But anywho, uh, once again, big RIP to Sean fucking great dude i'm sure there will be uh many many tributes i don't know many many but there will there will definitely be some tribute shows coming up i'm probably i would imagine uh the next boils blowout because he had the first thursday of every month at the bistro they'll probably do something for him there sorry mouth is very dry also i want to wrap this podcast up because uh i went and played golf this morning and i picked up some chicken waffles on the way back and they're sitting on my coffee table waiting for me to eat so uh i'm gonna go ahead and sign off there um anyway uh, i hope you guys all have yourselves a fun little week and uh i will uh i'll be sure to try to talk about gen v my thoughts and my love for that show and the boys too um anywho fuck off hell satan blah 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 <laughs>